Hi. Hi. Well, here's show number three. Oh boy. Yeah, with the uh, <laughs> the the. Uh, the hazelnuts. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what they are. The bacon's cooking. Ooh, at least it was. It's done now. Today, on show number three, Mexican food and salads. Hmm, some of my favorites. What about yours? happy to be back with all of you again and always happy to hear about the many new listeners that keep finding out about us cracked hazelnuts. Have you heard about more coming in, coming aboard? Well, you know, just even as the show is happening, I mean, no, you no. know. No, no, here's the way we work it. Just say, you know, I that's all I hear every day, just people <laughs> yeah, coming. Yeah, well, exactly. And, and the reason is, is <laughs> it, it makes me just choked up to think about it. Is that such a great quality show? Well, it is, and people want to eat, you know, and they want to. Of course, it is. They want to cook. They want to eat. They want to enjoy. We want to thank everybody for the comments, and we're really sincere about this, by the way. You know, people come on here sometimes on the shows, and they say, "Oh, thanks for listening." Blah blah blah. You know, maybe they. It's sort of like let's do lunch, and they don't mean it, but we really mean it. Oh, I want to do lunch with everybody. I Uh, do too. Yeah. But thanks for uh, thanks for coming on and listening, and, and we are real happy to be getting some submissions. We are, yeah, and, and we'll uh, keep them coming. Keep submitting, submit. Yes, submit, submit. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so exciting. You said we were both talking about making something with beans tonight. Yep. You're making barbecue beans mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm making fried green beans. Let's see, did what did you, I say on the first show? Mine's you, better, mine's better. <laughs> mine's better, mine's better. And fried corn you talked about. I've yeah. never had fried corn. Oh, you have to look for it. It's Ooh. so good. It comes in tubes like um, cookie dough. Mm-hmm. And it's frozen. And it's called... And and you know what? If if, if we mention brands, so what? You know, this is what yeah, we Yeah, that's we like. all right. It's what we know. It's and called Chubbs. Okay. C-H-U-B-S, I think. I right. believe. Fried oh, cool. corn. What do you do with it? You eat it. <laughs> I mean, but if it comes in a tube, is it frozen? Is yeah. It, so how do you cook? How do you heat it up? Well, what they tell you to do is, uh, uh, they tell you to cut a little ridge in it and then just, oh well, no, what they tell you to do is soak it in, in boiling water. Or, I'm sorry, I'm going to start. What they just tell you is soak it in warm water <laughs> for um, a minute. Run, run it underwater and then unwrap it. But I don't do that. I cut the ends off. You eat the paper and all, right? I eat the paper and all. A, a corn sickle. The heck with it. Eat it frozen. Who a cares? fried fried corn sickle. <laughs> I um I cut the ends off and I squeeze. It's so frozen that I can just squeeze it out the end, and it yeah. comes off in one big corn log. And then what do you do? Just then, bite into it? No, no, no. <laughs> you just put it in the microwave and um, oh. rotate it and stir it. I'd say in about, oh, oh, what, three minutes, four minutes, you have a really some great southern corn. But what if you want it crisp? I mean, don't you want it's, it crispy it's like not, bacon no, in the oven? No, it isn't no. crispy like that. It's, oh. it's, uh, what's fried that isn't crispy? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, hush puppies? No, they're crispy. Well, they're kind of crispy. I've never had a non-crispy, crispy crispy hush puppy. (laughs) 
That's a sleeping puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Or a sick puppy. Or a shoe. (laughs) Yeah, I had hush puppies when I was a kid. I love them. Oh, my God, I love them. I mean, the shoe. The shoe. Oh, I love, I've worn hush puppy shoes, yeah. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, hush puppies. Uh, the they're like fried muffin or, uh, oh, fritters or corn oh, and God. onion oh. and mm, yum. Right. Sounds good. One thing okay. I'd like to mention really quickly here is another recipe that um, came to mind. Is that made some burritos the other day, and I took chicken and taco fixings. What kind of taco fixings are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about taco spicing. Okay. You know, like uh, cumin, little onion powder, and chili powder. That just a okay, main that you blended together. Just blended together. Interesting, then, you call it cumin. I've had debates with people over cumin, cumin, cumin and cumin. Well, I call it. I usually call it cumin, but uh, I call a cucumber a cucumber. <laughs> no, I I, I don't. I think you're kooky. <laughs> I, I don't really. My grandfather did though. He always called it cucumber. Cucumber. <laughs> Cucumber. Whatever. Cumin, cumin. Anyway, it doesn't so matter. So mixing those spices. Yeah. yeah, and then chop up some uh, boiled chicken. And uh, I, what I did is I put it in the Vitamix and like just gave it like two or three pulses. Okay. Chicken thighs. Mm. And uh, mixed all the spices in. After you boiled the chicken. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You mixed all the spices in. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. Boiled, boiled the chicken, mixed all the spices in, just chopped everything up. And then I uh, added some onions and that's just mm. basically it. And uh, Raw onions? Raw onions. Yeah. yeah. Refried beans. Okay. And then wrapped it up in a great big, well, like a 10-inch tortilla. Folded it all up nice, mm. put seam down. And then put it on a cookie sheet that had like a tablespoon of oil on it, and just roll the burritos around so that they get a little coated. Uh-huh. And put them in, guess what? Ah ha ha, the wonderful Phillips air fryer that we haven't told them about yet yeah. on here. Yeah, and we're going to have to get into that. But there's yeah. so many things out there that I just don't... I know. Don't even know where to begin, hardly. Uh, yeah, I know it. Eight minutes later, and uh, oh. crunchy burritos. Oh, mm, oh. God, that sounds good. I will definitely be doing this because, and I'll use black beans. Oh. Because I, I really like black beans. Yeah, that's an idea. Mm-hmm. So, and you uh, you made 10-inch burritos, and how many of them did you make? <laughs> how many did I eat, did you say? <laughs> I, ate, <laughs> I ate one, actually. I made 10. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, did you use the rack, and you used how many? I mean, you did them all in the, at once? Two in the rack, and two on the bottom because you cannot overcrowd right so then did you do two two different loads i mean you took them out and then did another yeah i think like three different yeah. loads actually okay yeah cool stood there and it takes oh. quite a while but oh when they come out of there they're so good mm-hmm. did you just keep up the others warm in the oven yep yep exactly right oh delicioso and mm. then i like to cover mine in salsa yes oh yes i could think i can imagine adding some cilantro oh Made some cilantro. Made mm. some homemade salsa the other day with oh. cilantro and oh. just salsa, you know, mm-hmm. in the and Vitamix. Corn. I didn't, oh. I didn't add that, but the thing about the Vitamix is, is you pulse it like a couple of times. If you mm-hmm. do it too many times, the salsa it'll, gets warm. It's, oh, it's, uh, it will, and it will also get way. It'll get so pureed. Yeah. But um, and you know what I meant to say the other day, and in, in uh, what I contributed to this. Um, that I have also had salsa on fish. I think it was a kind of mango salsa 
that I had at someone's house one time, but there are so many ways we can get even more creative with salsa, ways that people add all kinds of things to it. I bathe in salsa. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much I like it. A little quick story. Uh, I went to a I went to a Mexican <laughs> restaurant and they gave me these little tiny salsa cups. Do you know how oh, they you know how they are? Yeah. The little yeah. ra- ramekins, you know? Yeah, and you can hardly they, fit any chips into two, those. Two of them. They brought two and Uh-huh. It was my favorite Mexican restaurant in the in the Twin Cities. And the manager and I used to get along really well. We used to kid so much. And it was that day. It was just really a fun day. It was right next to a white castle. Oh, yeah. I walk in the door, literally, and he comes up and grabs me around the shoulders, and he goes, Randy, <laughs> by God, when did you get out of jail? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And so everybody's, like, real, got real quiet, you know? Oh, and yeah. I, I said, last night, I just came here. For, <laughs> I came here for some great food. And he goes, well, you know, we serve nothing but the best. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to try some chicken rings. And he goes, well, what do you... We don't have those here. And I go, well, aren't I, isn't this the White Castle? <laughs> See, that's the way we did things. But anyway, they, they brought these little ramekins. And I told the lady, I want more salsa because I, I eat it on everything. I seriously do. I eat it on everything. Oh, well, it's great. You can use it in place of a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. So she brought me two more. And I said, would you please just bring me a cereal bowl? I will eat it. I will eat the salsa, I promise. <laughs> you know, I will. The manager came up to the table and he goes, would you just bring him what he likes? He's Aww. he's a real, really good customer. Aww. She brought this huge <laughs> dish, like a like a salad, like oh a big salad God. bowl full of salsa, you know, oh. full. <laughs> you know what I did with it? You ate the whole thing. Every speck. <laughs> I love it. And she was real quiet when she left the table, you know, when she... Oh, Oh, that's funny. I went into a place one time, they brought those two little things, and they said, this is the hot, and this is the mild, and they pointed to them, and my mother was with me many many years ago, and she got confused, and she said, yeah, I think this is the mild, and I mean, I got a huge chip full of the stuff, and it was the hot one, and my throat, it contracted, I mean... (laughs) I mean, it just contracted like you're wringing out a washcloth or something. Oh, a few times, and we were laughing. But I was like, oh, my God, I'm trying to drink water. That's the I wor- like them mixed together, but not totally hot. That's the worst thing that you can do is drink water or coffee or whatever. You know what kills the heat? What? Sugar. Oh, really? Just a spoonful no, of sugar. Helps makes the medicine, the medicine go, go down. down. <laughs> and it goes to life away. You eat a little sugar with with the hot sauce. No, I, I, I guess I haven't been in such a dangerous um, situation that often <laughs> with hot sauce. Well, I wasn't either, except in this Thai restaurant where they had this... It just makes me just steam thinking about it. It's a, It was a coconut <laughs> spread, but it was so hot. The guy goes, you like it? You like this? It makes you go... <laughs> said, yeah, bring it here. You know, I must confess, I do like a little bit of hot sauce in um like egg salad and deviled eggs and and even um sometimes scrambled eggs just a little bit not too much but oh man well we did get a submission for a taco salad and i am also probably going to augment that uh with a something i saw in in uh, cooking light 
and just to give variation. But we're going to have that. Dan Kaiser submitted that one, mm-hmm. which is great. You oh, know, yeah. good way to go, Dan. What's uh, what I think is just really cool. I'm just going to drop it into the show, and I don't have to do any not one thing to it. Yeah, you don't even have to add water and stir or anything. No, it's completely nope. dehydrated for me. It's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just great. And that's really neat. And I love taco salad. I do too. Have you ever worked with those flour tortilla salad molds? You you bet. Yep. Um, (laughs) Two of them I have. Two two molds. Yeah. And you got to watch out for those things because uh, if you put them in too long, they burn. Oh. And if you put. Have you ever worked for them? No. Okay, well, let let me tell you about them then. As long as we're on the subject. <laughs> you take your flour tortilla. Personally, I, well, I've never tried corn, but I love corn tortillas better than okay. tacos. This is my preference, just mine. <clears throat> and you, you're, you're getting these, like, out of the package. They have not had anything done to them, right? They're just flat. They're just flat. signed, sealed, delivered. <clears throat> okay. And uh, they're all yours. <laughs> yeah, you just unzip the pack and uh, pull out one of the... Shells, and then you carefully set it in the taco. Oh, uh, like I say in every show, let me back up. The 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 mold the mold is is um, made out of like a hard, it's soft metal. Um, it's made out of metal, and it's got ridges along the inside. And you, uh, and it has a bottom. So you stick the tortilla in the mold and you got to mm-hmm. just be careful that you mold it into the niches or uh, little you know, line it up kind of scallops uh, in the yeah. yep you line it up and then you put them in for a specified <laughs> amount of time oh good you bake them i thought you had to fry them well you could you good could. i'd rather bake them that's healthier yeah, it is yeah i would love to be able to f- set them inside my phillips air fryer <laughs> Yeah, we're going to get to that, too. Oh, that oh. would be so good. <laughs> but I don't think that the diameter, I think the diameter is too too large. I think so, yeah. yeah. And um, I would love, actually, to find a way to make these things gluten-free. That would really be cool. And I'd probably leave you <laughs> somewhere when I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of good tasting gluten free, and I will be bringing some of it here. I will be showing you all how some of that is. I made some cookies the other day that are like some of the best cookies I've ever had, and they're gluten free. But anyway, we're not sharing, are we? We're not what? <laughs> we're not sharing. I can oh, see that right, right now. We're well, not sharing. Well, no. I mean, you know, if you come over, you'll get some. But, you know. I've never been wanna... all the way down there. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, you take your taco taco shell <laughs> and you put it into the mold and have it go for about, oh, I don't know, seven or eight minutes. And you put all the vegetables and stuff in there and you, you eat it. So that's cool. So you can do these with corn or, and you have two molds, meaning that they are the same. just shaped <laughs> there's, differently. No, oh. there's, no, they're the same. Now, now first of all, I have, let me back up again. I, <laughs> I, I I have never tried the corn shell because I don't know if you can use corn. I, I don't honestly know that. But the reason oh. the reason that they have two, there are two of them, and there are two that came in a set. They're the same exact 
Oh, um, okay. A, a same exact mold. That's so that you can alternate one or put two of them in, or you know, while one is going, you can. So you have you're serving two people. You have or, yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah. So but, then you but, lift it out of that after you. Yes, you do you it right it. away. You know, you take it out right yeah. away so it doesn't yeah. burn. Okay. And you're careful to when you take it out of there so so it doesn't crack because they're, they're really crunchy. Yeah, they and, are. And are they good? Oh. oh, they remind me of pie dough or something. Oh, oh they're good. Heavens. Oh, imagine <laughs> well, you could put always... fruit in that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, but you notice we're always going. Oh, mm, mm. <laughs> that's why we're doing. And what's this thing you've told people? I wanted to know what's this thing you oh, tell not, people you don't eat. That. When you make a podcast or something, you don't eat while you're on the air. Why is that? Oh, I've changed that a long time ago. Good, I, I good. got I one time I got and I and I put this up on another. Um, I made this. Um, we're straying again. <laughs> I made this uh, pizza dough uh, out of cauliflower. Oh uh, now, yes. Now before you all start going, just. Oh. Just uh, trust me on this. It, oh. It's so good. I ate that time, and the the time that I, I got, um, somebody had mentioned when I was making uh, homemade potato chips in the microwave. Oh. I've got a potato chip maker that you, that you use for the microwave, which is really great, by the way. Is that the same one you use for kale chips? Nope, 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 okay. nope, nope. Different, okay. Just, I, I, well, I do those a lot differently. I just had some last night. Oh, I ate it. Oh, ate them God. until I was ill. I, I'm really... <laughs> They're very rich, ladies and gentlemen. They're very rich. Kale, kale chips? chips? Yes. Oh, wow. Have you ever not had them? No, I have not had oh. them. I have a deprived child. Oh. <laughs> they are, you got to get them just right so they don't burn, but oh. I'm telling you what, they are so good. That'll be on another show. Okay. So I'm stretching this out so we can have more shows, you know. See, the thing is, everybody's going to want to go out and buy one of everything, every appliance. I mean, we had more people looking for that OptiGrill. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, so good. The Opti Grill. You know, I've the had I, I have been more DMs on Audio Boom going. I would would really like to talk with that accent, but I don't. I just have no idea. Well, it's it's not <laughs> it's not continental. It's just uh, a caricature. Yeah, you know, it's a little caricature. It, it is taco bowls. Once they're filled with your favorite stuff, then you can just sit down and eat them. Oh, they're good. You could fill one with some ice cream and some fruit and some whipped topping or something that would be great wow oh we're supposed to be talking healthy but man we are yeah we'll get into that. <laughs> how would you like to submit a recipe to us just tell us the recipe you'd like to submit on twitter at acb hazelnuts that's a c b hazelnuts h-a-z-e-l-n-u-t-s Okay, Debbie and Randy, this is Dan's Kitchen Corner. Are you ready? This is Dan's Kitchen. And uh, you might uh, know my voice from a couple of shows that I've done here on ACB Radio and other internet radio stations. And I'm pleased to be able to submit this quick and dirty recipe. And uh, this one is called the East Bay Mexican Chef Salad from... uh, Years that I spent in the Bay Area in Northern California. This is a very good recipe. It's quick. If you're coming home from work, you don't have to uh, spend a lot of time cooking. So uh, this is going to be really uh, easy. Mexican Chef Salad is a uh, is kind of a taco salad, sort of to speak. 
And uh, the ingredients that we're going to use for this are simply uh, a can of uh, uh, Hormel chili, some iceberg lettuce, some sharp cheddar cheese, some Catalina dressing, and some nacho cheese Doritos. So let's open our can of chili first. This is a chili con carne with, with meat. And then we're gonna put it in this bowl. We got one bowl here. This recipe is for two people. So I'm putting the chili in a bowl. And then we'll stick the bowl in the microwave for, oh, I would say one minute. This is the most difficult part of the recipe. <laughs> okay, I'm putting it in the microwave. There we go. Put it in there for one minute. Okay, the ground beef, I mean the uh, chili is done. Okay, and uh, now to finish the recipe. Okay, I'm gonna take a uh, handful of these chips, break them up over the top. Get another, I want a little more. There we go. Okay, then I'm gonna take some iceberg lettuce, make a layer of iceberg lettuce over this. Okay, there we go. Nice, that looks nice. A little bit of uh, shredded sharp cheddar cheese. Put that over the top. Okay. And uh, then Catalina dressing. You don't have to use Catalina. It's kind of um, a, a nice sweet and sour flavor with the cheddar cheese, sharp cheddar cheese, and the Catalina. But you could use any salsa you want on top. Make your own, even put guacamole on top. And so I'm gonna put the Catalina dressing on. And that is our recipe. East Bay Mexican Chef Salad. The Hazelnuts Show is now a podcast. However, as of this recording, July 24th, 2015, you will have to enter it in manually. We are not yet approved by Apple. So the feed, the feed will... Why are you waving at me? I'm talking about Apple not approving us. There are people who said, I... Whoa, 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 I don't want to talk about this. I think I know what you're going to say. Wouldn't approve them if I were paid. Well, that's not really true, now is it? I'm sure we'll be approved very soon. But until then, manually enter the podcast feed. It is http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash hazelnuts dot xml that's http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash hazelnuts dot xml and when we are approved just search for the hazelnuts we'll let you know when that happens in this portion of the show debbie has recorded making sandwiches and wraps during this segment i will interject something from time to time when I do, you'll hear this crunch sound. Let's try it. You never know what you're going to get.
Well, you know, it's an interesting thing here to think about and talk about something that has, <laughs> speaking of vegetables and food, mushroomed. We're talking about salads and in a way we're talking about sandwiches, we're talking about tacos, burritos, we're talking about wraps in a way. All these different ways that can be eaten, all this stuff that we fill into either a bowl or a wrap or bread. That's kind of what I'm thinking about. When I was really little, I was a very picky eater. I understand about picky eating, whether it's a textural thing or whether it is just a taste, whether it is flavor, a combination of things, sudden change in the way things taste or the way things feel in terms of texture. I understand all that. I was really picky. I'm a lot less so, but I still have my pickiness. When I was little, my mother used to give me lettuce with just mayo on it. Oof, nasty. When I discovered salad bar, when I discovered wraps, all these things, when I discovered pita bread, which I want to talk about a little bit. Wow. Actually, if you take mayo and lettuce as separate ingredients, there is so much that you can do with either one of those. Mayo, there are many substitutions for mayonnaise, but if you want to use mayonnaise, there are mayonnaises now that are flavored. I have a pepper mayo that I use a lot. There's an onion or I believe there's a garlic mayo, or you can add your own powders of onion or garlic or both, or other things to mayo. But uh, some people make an avocado spread instead of mayo. And I've not done this, but I, I have used guacamole. I've used hummus. Hummus is made with garbanzo beans or chickpeas. And you can use any of these as dressings or spreads. And really, I mean, it's sort of like, what are you wearing? What is your food wearing? Is it wearing a bowl? Is it wearing bread? Is it wearing a shell? You know, and so all the different ways that we can dress it up is kind of exciting and kind of fun. So mayo, that's mayonnaise and what you can do with that. Lettuce is really fascinating these days. Let us not go without talking about lettuce wraps. I've had wonderful sandwiches. If I go over to Jimmy John's, they have a vegetarian wrap kind of thing with cucumber and avocado and I don't remember what else is in there. I think onion and anything you want, really, you can tell them. And they will put it in a lettuce wrap. When I was at Jimmy John's, I had meat and cheese wrapped up in romaine lettuce with brown spicy mustard. It was called an unwitch. It was so great. There are places uh, you can go and get burgers or make your own and wrap it with huge lettuce leaves like um, romaine is a good one. And you can just simply wrap it around or put one under and one on top and put your ingredients in between and voila, there you have a sandwich. If you want, for that matter, you could take tuna salad or you could take deli meat. 
I hear from a lot of people who are afraid of the kitchen, who are afraid of heat, who were sheltered from the kitchen. There are so many ways that you can make good food and experiment by getting your hands in it. And uh, go and get yourself some cheese if you want or some, and some deli meat and play around. You can use uh, pre-made salad dressings as you heard from what Dan presented in his salad. If I buy salad dressing, I like good, naturally fresh dressings. Um, dare I admit, I love creamy dressings like uh, Caesar and or a good ranch. I've made my own, but I, I like naturally fresh. Uh, I used to love blue cheese. I don't eat that as much as I used to. And I often will make a dressing out of either uh, hummus, like I mentioned earlier, or a salsa, uh, but also with garlic, like uh, crushed or minced garlic, with olive oil and lemon juice, or just lemon juice, or just lemon juice and olive oil, or olive oil in a vinaigrette. It's just all about experimenting and tasting. So there you have a way of making a sandwich or a handheld way of eating a, a small salad in a lettuce wrap. Pita bread is an interesting thing. I love pita bread and you can find it in different sizes and some of them lend themselves well to being opened and some of them say, no, 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 I don't want you to cut me open. I will tear and not let you really cut me open. And so they lend themselves well to being a wrap, like uh, in a, a gyro, a, uh, a Greek sandwich made with, I've had them with lamb, or I think they're made with beef and other vegetables. And I think I've had falafel. Uh, I think I've had falafel falafel made with garbanzo beans in a pita bread. In many cases, that pita is just a folded piece of bread that is just kind of like folded like a small book, you know, uh, which is funny because sandwiches often remind me of books <laughs> in between those covers <laughs> of, of bread or cardboard. And some sandwiches taste like cardboard. <laughs> Hopefully none that we make. But anyway, my favorite with pita is to cut it on the spine. Just, well, first to toast it, to get it a little bit hard. Not so crispy that you can't work with it, but not so limp that it's going to fall apart. But to get it toasted lightly and then to cut it along the edge just mm, just enough to get my kind of small hand inside. So if you have a big hand, you might want to see if you can put your fingers together and get ingredients inside it without opening the whole thing. If you happen to open the whole thing, it's no big deal. So it's still a sandwich. But I like to make it like a pocket and put my dressing or, well, it depends. Now, some of you have had my pita sandwiches. I know a few of you who have, who listen. My breakfast pita, I might put a little bit of Smart Balance. I use Smart Balance a lot instead of butter. 
I might put just, well, I might put salsa or I might put hummus, but not usually for breakfast, but I might put salsa, that would work, um, or some other kind of sauce that you could think of. And then I would make scrambled eggs and uh, put some bacon or sausage. In those eggs, I typically put onion, and I would saute that onion with some bell pepper and put some um, cilantro, some dill, and some parsley. You could put chives. I make my scrambled eggs with a tiny bit of water. I used to use milk, but no, I use a little bit of water. Um, you can get, if you're not into using eggs, um, I know of a place in Atlanta called Good Karma Coffee where they make they use cage-free eggs, and, um, you know, you can uh, look for something like that if you want. Some people just use the meat, the bacon or the sausage or, um, okay, and then you've all, some of you have had my tuna, uh, my tuna in a pita. Oh, my goodness. It's wonderful with um, that pepper mayo and uh, some onion and celery, or I love it with that dill. But anyway, all of whatever you choose to use stuffed into that pita. Now I have to say another very funny thing about tuna. Before you do, let me tell you about my version. Instead of mayo, I use avocado, and you get rid of a lot of that fat. Tuna, avocado mixed with your favorite vegetables, mmm, mmm. This is not a wrap. I will make an open face sandwich many times. And so I'll take one piece of one of my favorite breads. I try to eat gluten-free. I just don't always get gluten-free bread and I don't get, you know, real crazy about making it all the time. So one time I remember getting a rice cake. Now you know those, those rice cakes that many of you say, ooh, they taste like cardboard? Well, I took a rice cake that probably was lightly salted and or had sesame in it, put some tuna salad on it, put a slice of, at that time it was Velveeta cheese. I don't uh, eat that so much anymore because it's so heavily processed. But uh, some kind of, you know, little cheddar or Swiss or Gouda and put that on top put it in the toaster oven just long enough for that cheese to start to melt and nicely cover the top of it. Took it out and ate it and named it, have your cake and eat it tuna. <laughs> so um, anyway, that's pita bread. And uh, you can make Oh my goodness, all sorts of sandwiches in pita bread. Deli meat, you could stuff it with what Randy, I believe, is talking about with, with uh, the black beans or refried beans and your taco mix, your salsa, your salad mix, your greens. Stuff that into a taco. Or you can make wraps Believe me, I was frustrated for a long time. How do they make those wraps so that everything doesn't fall out? Well, I did a little research and I started to play with it. For one thing, 
you can use different size wraps. You can use different flavor wraps. They have really large ones. I think they're maybe 10 inches or something. And they have smaller ones. I've used both. It depends on what size you want. But keep in mind that if you want it to roll well, you don't want to totally overload it. Um, but you can experiment with how much can you put in that and, and have it fold nicely. They have flavored wraps. Some have vegetables in them like spinach and uh, they might have basil and um, tomato and all kinds of good flavors. I still want to find these in a gluten-free um, or make them and I haven't yet. But at any rate, uh, to roll a wrap well, to wrap a wrap well, you want it to be moist enough so that you've got some flexibility in molding it. So one thing that I do is I will take a wrap, and these are not, to, not toasted for, for folding. I will put usually some mayo on, certainly on the, the edge that's close to me. So I'll put it on a, um, put that wrap on a surface a counter or a cutting board, uh, one where I have enough room, and put that mayo. The mayo is going to be kind of like your glue. It's going to help hold it together. And I will put some mayo on the edge that's close to me, but I will also typically run it down the middle because I know that it will spread and it will move accordingly to... Um, to find its way throughout. Uh, so I will put my ingredients in the middle but closer to the edge that's in front of me and I will, uh, yeah, closer to me but in the middle uh, as far as of the ends from left to right and I will usually save a couple of inches on either end, on both ends. Unless you want to just wrap it on one end, that's an option. And you can even, um, gosh, I'm thinking of other fillings. Now I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm thinking of fish, cooked, you know, fish with, uh, oh, even your tartar sauce or a chipotle sort of dressing and um, yum, all sorts of salad greens and and even black beans and oh I will leave some room on either end and I will start I, first of all I will I will rinse my hands and I will leave them damp and sometimes even flick them over this tortilla to have it be just a teensy bit moist but I will make sure that there's a tiny bit on my hands of that moisture and I will pick up the end that is closest to me and start to roll just a little bit and as as you start to roll I'm telling you how I will do it but as you start to roll it take each end in your hand you have to really almost have three or four hands to do this but you can do it and begin to turn your end on each end or one end that you want to roll I do them both at the same time turn them in toward the center and then roll in 
a little bit more where you're rolling the end that you started with, rolling it away from you. Roll that a little bit more toward the middle and turn your hands in on the ends a little bit more. Roll in again more toward the middle and roll in from your ends so that you come all the way to the far edge and then you might want to put a little mayo or dressing or however you're uh, blending this. It could even be that hummus or some salsa. Just put a little bit on that edge and when you get to that that edge, uh, just let it let it be become like a seam where you have your dressing, but not so much dressing that it's oozing out just along that edge and just kind of wipe it off. Uh, but you want that to help hold it. Now you could secure it with toothpicks or you could uh, just leave it. I will put it with that side down to help hold it together and your ends are nicely tucked in. Love it. You can uh, cut it in the middle or you can leave it whole and um, you can fill these also with your breakfast kinds of things, your bacon and eggs or sausage and eggs, onions, peppers, all of that good stuff. Well, they're wonderful. Now, I was talking uh, as Randy and I talked about these salad bowls these wonderful bowls that you can eat the whole thing. I got a version of Cooking Light magazine here, and I don't typically like to think about recipes where everything is added up to the um, infinitesimal amount of how many calories and how much, how many grams of fat and how much fiber and how much sugar and to the nth degree of detail that would make me crazy I try to eat better I try to find things that are healthy and tasty and even less complicated or sometimes adventurously complicated which are you know fun ways to do but we're talking about tacos and uh, Dan's taco salad so Cooking Light has a taco salad, and they talk about uh, lean ways to do this, and they talk about these bowls. So um, they, they talk about making a tortilla bowl, and I guess many of these taco bowls, where you eat the whole bowl, are fried. Now, you heard from Randy that... Uh, he bakes his, and that's what they do here in Cooking Light to uh, keep the tortilla in a shape of a bowl. They use ramekins on a pan, and so you can use this ramekin to get the shape of your uh, tortilla. And they use the 8-inch tortilla, uh, and they suggest using 100% whole wheat. Um, they use extra lean ground beef and they use salsa rather than a uh, powdered seasoning and I use and salsa instead of salad dressing for a taco and you can buy salsa and you can make it and it's really fun to make it you can just throw your ingredients into a food processor 
And, uh, you know, tomatoes. Usually I want a tomato that is, uh, you know, ripe enough and that is soft, not too hard, obviously. And I might use um, tomatoes that I've had left over. Uh, I would throw in some garlic, some cilantro, uh, and you could throw in some uh, chili peppers. I don't like it horribly hot, but you know, you make it to taste. Throw in some onion. I've thrown in uh, corn, uh, black beans, avocado. Um, I don't have any recipes in front of me for that, but you can use a recipe or you can freeform it and you would lightly pulse it in depending on how you like it. You might like it really, really chunky or you might like it so that it's not at all chunky. But back to these bowls. Um, what they did here was to put these uh, ramekins on a cookie sheet and to put these flour tortillas on top of, uh, put the ramekins upside down and put these flour tortillas on top and to lightly spray them with cooking spray and to make sure that the edges of the tortilla are folded down well over the upside down ramekin and then to broil these for two to three minutes on in the middle of your oven, on the middle oven rack, broil them, uh, let's see, for just two to three minutes. And then take them out, uh, take out the whole pan and let stand for a minute. And then invert these tortillas, uh, propping them against the ramekins uh, against the sides of the ramekins and go ahead and lightly coat them again with cooking spray and broil an additional two minutes so that the inside of them gets done. Again, all of that on the middle rack. And uh, we need to talk sometime about, I'm curious about uh, how many of you use the middle rack and the bottom rack of your oven for baking. I've always used the middle. My uh, friend here, my roommate friend here, uses the, the bottom. I've used the middle. Anyway, let them cool slightly and then fill them. And um, they use tomato and avocado, cilantro, lime juice and oil. Um, and, you know, you're, again, they say that this tortilla bowl will hold up to two cups and um, and wow and then they combine sour cream and adobo sauce I don't know what adobo sauce is I use yogurt in place of sour cream and um, but you know again you can make your own salsa you can um, oh. and you know making tacos you can buy the taco shells that are that are hard and you can fill those and when I was in college one time we had a taco night there were card tables set up in the front room and uh, like a big like lounge meeting room card tables set up with all the fixings and everyone just went around and filled their own taco that can be a fun 
family night. That can be a fun uh, social night. Um, and fajitas. Oh, my God. I love to go into a, into a Mexican restaurant um, or a Spanish restaurant and get fajitas. And I love it when they bring it to the table and it's sizzling hot. And, of course, they always say, your plate is hot. And I'm, I usually say, I hope it is. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, all sorts of wonderful things you can get with shrimp, steak, um, uh, chicken. And you can make these. Again, you can, um, there was a fajita sauce. You can buy fajita sauces. I used to make it. I haven't made it in a while, but you can... Uh, get that sauce and or make that sauce and have your things there, your beans, your salad fixins there, your, you know, onions and peppers and all those lions and tigers and bears, oh my, onions and peppers and lettuce, oh my, and um, your shrimp or steak or beef or fish. And you can fold your own right there at the table. And when I fold those, I don't worry about the ends. I just slap it all on in the middle, fold it, pick it up, and eat it. It's delicious. And if you don't want to heat the leftovers, you can have it cold for breakfast. <laughs> so that's just a lot of thoughts about all of these wonderful things. And um, I'm going to um, give this to my other hazelnut, uh, <laughs> and uh, we are definitely cracked and but we are cooking and loving it and I'm going to go uh, see what I can drum up for breakfast I don't know yet what it will be I made some gluten free muffins yesterday uh, with banana no yeah I did make them with bananas and blueberries and walnuts oh yum so I might have some of those, might have some yogurt. I don't know, but all good, all fun. Uh, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Now it's time for sound bite, bite, bite. Yeah. <laughs> bite, bite, bite. Here is this week's sound bite. It has to do with stirring and mixing and all of those kinds of strokes when preparing something or even when at the stove. I find it works best to move from the outside of the container to the inside of the container. And that way it helps to keep the contents from spilling out of the container. If you want to work at all at the center, then do small circles at the center and then stay in circles and move back out to the edges, but keep concentrating on moving from the outside toward the center rather than flinging it from the center out. This helps to keep it from falling out and spilling and all that kind of good stuff. I really agree with this one. A couple of things that I would like to mention here. Remember I was talking to you about tuna and avocado? Well, I just had this tonight, and I'm speaking to you Thursday, July 30th. I took a little small hand chopper, 
chopped up some leeks. Now a leek is like a giant mild green onion and it's so good. I chopped that up with some celery. I mashed up an avocado, mixed it in with the celery and the leek, wrapped it all up in romaine lettuce, and that was my supper. And tuna. Since we were talking about tuna, I just had a craving for it. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, if you try this and if you do like avocado, you will love this tuna recipe. Secondly, I would like to talk about another type of wrapping thing. Neighbors on one side of me are Native American. Now, when I say the name of this dish, it's not meant to be a derogatory remark. A neighbor of mine knocked on the door one day and asked me if I would like an Indian taco. And I said, you bet, it sounds great. And she handed me this taco-y like thing. And I asked her what it was. She fries her own bread. It's called fried bread. <laughs> I know it sounds kind of funny. That's what it's called. She makes it from scratch. And when the bread is done, she puts taco ingredients along with lettuce and tomato and hot sauce and some salsa. And it is incredible. So if you're on the internet, look up under Indian taco fried bread taco, Native American taco may be there. I'm not sure. I just wanted to let you know that a thing like this exists and it is really, really good. And that's my segment. We have several ways you can contact us if you're nutty enough. Email us, hazelnuts at acbradio.org. Leave voicemail on our comment line, 206-350-8763, or on Twitter at ACB Hazelnuts. Hey, Randy, can you believe they want to contact us? <laughs> Just before we close, I would like to talk about a brand of chili. There's absolutely nothing wrong with Hormel chili or Hormel chili, however you want to pronounce it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's just that people prefer different brands of things. So if you're going to try that taco salad that Dan talked about, you might consider giving this chili a try and see what you think of it. If you like more of a zesty or a spicy chili, or if you like your chili really hot, it just seems like it has more spices and more zest to it, and the hot Ladies and gentlemen, it's really quite hot. It's called wolf chili, just like the wolf in the woods that you hear creeping up on you sometimes. <coughs> Comes at a regular standard chili type can. Comes with or without beans. And I think the brand is very good. Remember, this is just my big R personal opinion. And now... We'll find out what's coming up next week. Ooh, would you get out of here? Next week on show number four on the hazelnuts. Oh my, did you say pizza? And other stuff, yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. I am glad I have a few minutes to get in here and talk about pizza, or I would be giving you a pizza my mind. Adore. Pizza. Adore. Pizza. Adore. Pizza. Yeah, like we get it. Our exclusive pizza sauce. A pinch of salt, a touch of Parmesan grated cheese, mozzarella cheese, a little oregano, and into the oven it goes. Pizza. And stuff. <laughs>